This is the Up North Sports Report podcast covering local high school sports. Here is your host, Brendan Morris. Hello, welcome back to the Up North Sports Report podcast. I am Brendan Morris. I'm pleased to welcome in uh, Traverse City St. Francis boys basketball coach Sean Finnegan. Uh, Sean, welcome to the Up North Sports Report. How you doing? I'm doing great, Brendan. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you spending some time with me. Uh, so your Gladiators, I, w- I would say, uh, doing phenomenal this season. Uh, you guys are 14-3, and correct? Yep, that is correct. And, Coach, what are your thoughts so far, just uh, how this season's gone? Well, we, uh, you know, we're, we're happy with our progression to this point. We've, uh, we've still got some work to do to get ourselves ready for the, the tournament run we hope to take here in a couple weeks. But, uh, you know, we, we like to stack the deck heavy against ourselves as far as our opponents go, especially the non-league opponents. And, you know, the boys have responded well. We've, we've handled some adversity, and, you know, we're, uh, we're excited with, uh, with where we're at right now. But, uh, like I said, still got some things to improve on before, uh, before the tournament starts. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be room for improvement, but you guys seem to uh, be doing that week in and week out. Uh, and you guys are, you know, battling for first place in the Lake Michigan Conference against Boyne City. Uh, can you talk about playing Boyne City, playing in that conference, what you felt like, uh, how you've done so far? Yeah, you know, we've uh, we've had a pretty good uh, good grip on the conference the last five, six years here. And, uh, you know, we, we, we tend to have a target on our back, and, and that's a good place to be. It's, that's a good thing. Um, Boyne City's been one of the top teams right there every year. And uh, when we went up there, they – they shot the lights out. They they shot almost seventy percent from three. Um, we were down fourteen at half. Uh, we made a few defensive adjustments and we got ourselves to where we were down two with the ball with thirty seconds left. And our two best outside shooters both had open three looks and just couldn't hit them. We ended up uh, going zero for eighteen from three point that night, which Man. I don't think we could do with our eyes closed shooting opposite hand if we tried. But uh, it was just one of those nights you couldn't throw the ball in the ocean from a boat, and we made some key mistakes in the first half defensively that dug us into that hole. And you know they're they're a good team, and you can't give yourself a hole like that. So it was a good learning curve. I think at the time we we kind of needed a little bit of a knockdown. We were uh, we were a little too full of ourselves and our our successes to that point as a as a group so i think that was probably a little a nice humbling thing to remind ourselves we've still got work to do um i do know that the the matchup here which will also be our senior night um it's been circled starred and uh, exclamation points uh all year much less it really got bolded after the fact that we lost there and now we have to beat them to take care of business in the league and give ourselves a chance so uh, really looking forward to it, and we're we're playing at a high level right now, and hoping that our results show that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what? Well, first, coach, I I like what you said that you know couldn't throw a ball in the ocean from a boat. That's a good one. I'm probably taking that. Yeah, use it up. <laughs> but also, like you said, though, you know, going over eighteen at three point line or just not having a good night where you know shots aren't falling. Those are tough nights, and sometimes they get the best of you. But you know, you're one of those teams that are able to adapt, and some nights. Things are falling and it's feeling good. Other nights you're going to have to adapt where things aren't falling and you got to find another way to win. So uh, if there's any team that can, you know, adapt night in and night out, it's got to be you guys. Uh, Coach, I also kind of want to ask you, uh, you you guys have been a part of a few different showcases throughout this season. Uh, That's always beneficial being able to play in those showcases where you 
You have to look at other teams from across the state that you might not normally play. And, and recently, a few weeks ago, you played in the uh, Northern Michigan Showcase. So you guys actually got to host it at your gym uh, the first time this year that you hosted the Northern Michigan Showcase featuring uh, 10 different teams. Can you talk about what it was like uh, hosting that event and also uh, the game you guys played in, uh, the nightcap against Detroit Cass Tech, which is a very exciting matchup. Uh, just talk about the showcase in that game against uh, Cass Tech. Well, the showcase itself uh, kind of came from you know the fact that we've been invited to some over the years. We were down in Grand Rapids at one last year, and you know, kind of watching it unfold and just seeing how it came together. I, I thought, you know, we could we could run this up north. I, I don't see why we couldn't draw a good crowd. I know our our community up here really really loves basketball and you know supporting the other local teams and you know I we ended up having to kind of close the door after we got 10 teams because more teams wanted to come and we just, there's not enough time in the day to have that many games. So we, uh, you know, we, we put together a pretty good slate, I thought. And, uh, you know, there was some great basketball. I know you guys were there and that was, uh, that was a lot of fun by, by the time we got to that last game. Um, you know, we started preparing for Cas tech about a week ahead of time. We kind of looked ahead, which we don't normally do, but I knew how big of an opportunity and how big of a stage that was going to be. And, you know, it's one of those games that I told the boys, this is a game you're never, you'll are you never forget the rest of your life, to have the number one team in the state in Class A. You get a chance to not only play them, but to play them on your home floor. You know, there's not a lot of people that will get the opportunity to say that. And then I said, you know, and then furthermore, don't make it a game you want to forget because we didn't show up. So we uh, – we put a lot of preparation into it. You know, they're a team that likes to score about 80 a night. And we knew that, uh, we probably went through about six, seven films of their games. And you know, we had a pretty good idea what they wanted to do, but we, we told our boys that, it, you know, we have to slow them down. We have to take the air out of the ball. We have to play a little bit uncharacteristic of ourselves. Uh, cause we like to play fast, but we're not built to score 80 a night. You know, the plan was we'd keep them in the forties. We give ourselves a chance. Hats off to the boys extremely proud with how they executed the game plan and they stayed stayed poised and played together and we didn't turn the ball over and you know down the stretch we gave ourselves a chance and that's that's all I ever asked for with a game like that is just be in the game when it matters and you know let, we'll see where the chips fall absolutely no and coach that was really exciting I mean the crowd loved it student section was on fire and yeah, you guys packed that house. Uh, that looked really awesome to see that and just being able to uh, see you guys play a team of that magnitude. I mean, they're the number one ranked team in the state, so uh, that's impressive. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I, I it was very – one thing I before I, I let you get to the next question, no, ahead, one yeah. thing I, I did say to the boys in pregame is, you know, it's pretty awesome out there. You know, it's like a college atmosphere, and something I reminded them is un, unlike other games where we've packed the gym or had good crowds, you know, there's only about 20 people in that gym that are cheering for Cavs Tech. And I said, the rest of them are here for you. You know, they're and if they're not St. Francis fans, they're Northern Michigan fans. And, you know, they want to see us be successful. And that's that's a special opportunity to be able to do that in front of that many people. And, you know, it kind of had that college atmosphere feel to it, which was, which was pretty cool. And, Coach, I know you hit it right on the nail. What I was going to say is the same thing. I mean, you guys really had a lot of fans pulling for you that night, even – if they weren't all St. Francis fans, everyone was loud in that gym because they wanted to, you know, see that team from Northern Michigan that everyone knew and take on the, you know, number one team in the state from Detroit. So really, you're one of the only teams that can do it and actually be competitive. And not only in, you know, one sport or this sport, I uh, know in football, you guys are going to the state championship. 
in basketball, you're playing state championship level teams. And what is it like to, you know, just be that team to always shoulder the load, play the top tier teams throughout the state and always be representing Northern Michigan, the team that kind of everyone else looks up to, you know, what, what is that like? Well, you know, there's, I think step one would be the history of the program, the school itself, the culture. That's, uh, I mean, that was set in stone and long before I came around as far as just the mindset and the culture of that school, that community and, you know, the, the work ethic it takes to be a part of something special like that. Um, all we've tried to do is just keep, keep the thing rolling. Um, at the end of the day, it's just goals and expectations. You know, we've, we've been fortunate to have some great kids, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of time put in the gym from kindergartners all the way up to the varsity team. Uh, a lot of coaches, a lot of trainers, a lot of people that are, are helping out in that regard. And, you know, there's just kind of that thing where you, you expect, you demand it, you expect it, and you get it kind of concept where, you know, our expectation is to be successful. It is to win the league. It is to make a run in the playoffs. And that's how we train the boys. And it doesn't mean it always happens how we want. I know we, we always have a, a big target on our head because of who we are, but uh, that's, that's the mindset. And you get kids to buy into things, you know, you, you show a little success and, and kids buy in it's amazing what what they're capable of and we just try to keep keep that ball rolling and, and keep uh, building off of what was you know the foundation of this school the program that was already there when we came in yeah well with that mindset you talked about and you know executing that i mean having those expectations you guys have done a phenomenal job at it and you stayed up top and i don't see that changing anytime soon even with the target on your back you're, you're one of those teams that can handle it and uh it, it does good for and I'll tell you too, you know, not just in, you know, your guys' school is that expectation set, but I know growing up in Northern Michigan, I always kind of expected to see Traverse City St. Francis, uh, you know, going through the playoffs and making a run and, and representing Northern Michigan in, you know, whatever sport it may be. So yeah, that expectation has been around for your school for years and, and not just within your school, but throughout the community. Uh, but coach, I want to have some fun with you. I kind of want to dig into your, your coaching style a little bit. Uh, would you say you're kind of a new style coach or, you know, kind of a vintage 90s or 80s style coach? How, what would you say? <laughs> I'd say I'm, I'm certainly more old school. Uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd say more than 90s because we, uh, we, we are defensive first mindset. We are a toughness, toughness mindset, physicality. Um, the things that nowadays, if you watch the NBA, you can't even do half the things anymore they used to do. So um, I, I would lean towards the older older school mindset. All right, there you go. I, I had a feeling, but I just had to make sure. Uh, but, Coach, can you talk about some of your players? You guys, you got a great roster. I mean, you got a lot of names that obviously show up in newspapers like Nausadis or Donahue, but can you just talk about your whole roster, what you've been impressed with this season from your guys, and, and what do you love about the guys you coach? Well, yeah, and that's going to be, you know, it's hard to, to pick a few, so I'll try to go through them all quick here. Wyatt, obviously, as uh, a D1 level player, uh, given the current state of college, the NCAA with the transfer portal and everything, uh, the COVID year, it's been a little frustrating um, to not see him have the opportunities yet that he deserves, but uh, all in good time. But he, he's just been an outstanding four year player for us. And, he might find himself being the all-time leading scorer at St. Francis by the time he's done here. We'll see. You know, Joey Donahue, you mentioned, another four-year player for us, just an absolute workhorse, a kid that will run through a wall for you. He's going to play football at Michigan Tech, and, I mean, 
I think he was rated number four linebacker in the, in the state, which I'm, I'd still like to find three linebackers that are better than him. But again, he, he's just a tough nosed, hardworking kid that, that, that's bought in from the beginning. Uh, John Hagelstein, another senior, three year varsity player, uh, also going to Michigan Tech for football. Same type of mindset, really become, uh, really proud of his development from sophomore year. I mean, from the beginning as a freshman, but sophomore year when he started playing with us a little, Till now, I mean, he's really bought into kind of our our, our post game uh, teachings that we've we've given him and worked with him on, and he's had he's really had a breakout year. Drew Braymeyer, another senior um, who's you know six four lanky wing who could shoot it. Um, he's going to have an opportunity. He's got a few offers to to play at the next level, um, probably more JUCO uh, community college first year or two. But I, I think he's a Division two level player once he continues to develop another year or two, but he's really come a long way. His confidence has been huge this year. He's, he's such a different player than he was a year ago. You know, Henry Reinick, who should probably be playing Kyle soccer somewhere next year. He's been a, a really poised point guard for us. Great defender, good facilitator, doesn't care about points and scoring, just wants to win and be successful. And another good leader on the floor. You know, and then I'll give you, I'll give you two more. Uh, Owen Somerville, uh, another senior who's played, kind of been scratching to get himself in the rotation every year, and this year he's he's really you know earned that uh, that trust and respect from his coaches, and he's come in and played great minutes and in big times, hit some big shots for us, and you know really proud of the, the development he's had. And and then last one, my one underclassman, I'll matter my two. Uh, Harry Shepard and Isaiah Millward, both sophomores, both, both get into the mix. And, uh, you know, Isaiah, I don't believe played in the showcase game, but, uh, Harry came in and played some good minutes and both just show a lot of promise and, and bright futures ahead of them. So excited for what they, they might bring here down the road. And, you know, like I said, coach, you got a lot of talent on that roster and you just kind of confirmed it. A lot of guys, the names you're going to. Uh, continue hearing for the next coming years, but also some of the seniors that have kind of really helped your program out the past four years. Uh, they're going to go on to do some great things. Uh, but coach, I know you're a busy guy and you guys are getting ready to wrap up this season and you know, you're still looking for that first place spot in the big North conference. So I will uh, let you go, but I, I appreciate you spend some time with me. Uh, good luck on the rest of the season and uh, come playoff time. Uh, but once again, appreciate you joining me on the up North sports report. Well, I appreciate that Brendan. And uh, thanks for having me on and, Hopefully we'll be talking to you down the road here. Absolutely. Once again, Sean Finnegan, the head coach at Traverse City St. Francis. Take care, coach. Take care. Thank you. And with just three games left in the regular season, Traverse City St. Francis goes on the road for their last three games. They wrap up the regular season on the road against Cadillac on March 2nd. And that means district playoffs are right around the corner. And be sure to stay right here for more interviews with local coaches and players throughout northern Michigan on the Up North Sports Report.